Hi, I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio, the largest library of authentic photos. You can find us on Instagram at Scopio Images, and this is a series bringing the most talented photographers around the world to give us tips, ideas, and tell us about current events they really care about. We know you will find actionable, real steps to build your career and ideas. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Zena. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, and I'm obviously looking at all your photos of the Lebanon uh, events. So um, I'm happy to talk to you in person. And we have a bunch of people on that I'm sure have some questions for you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. So how long have you been a photographer for? I've been a photographer since 2007. That's when I started like a professional photographer but it was always my hobby since I was uh, since I was little it, painting and photography actually even though I studied something else and tried working in a different field yeah but uh, in 2007 I started uh, studying photography as a profession and uh, yes and now I'm just a photographer what did you do before that I went to law school before that. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I graduated and started working, but uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't my thing. Really? <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I, I really loved working? many things about it, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, whatever I did, I always went back to photography. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was a good, I mean, Law was a good experience and uh, and really interesting field, but just not my personality. How did you make that switch? I mean, that's something you invested so much time and money in, and then you just decided to give it up, or did you think about it for a long time before you did that? No, not really. Um, I didn't think about it. I mean, it just happened. I was... Um, I was a lawyer in Lebanon and then I wasn't very happy with what I'm doing and I heard about uh, an opportunity in Dubai for Emirates Airline cabin crew so I applied and joined and uh, I went to Dubai because I love travel I love to travel so I went to Dubai and uh, I studied uh, photography while flying with Emirates and that's how I became how did, a how did you study It was. I went to SAE uh, college, and uh, uh, so I studied for two years, and then uh, did all kinds of workshops. Uh, and Dubai was a good opportunity. International photography. First, they go there, and uh, uh, they uh, they do like very interesting workshops. So yeah, I was lucky. So you did two more years of photography on top of your law school? Yes. Wow. Not many people get professionally trained. So you went into, you went into class to learn? What, did, what was that like? Who were you with? Uh, uh, I was there alone. I, used, uh, I lived in Dubai alone uh, for the first five years. And uh, yeah, I, because, uh, you know, flying with Emirates, even back then, it was uh, like I used to a bit for the flights according to my schedule at college. So, um, yeah. 
and uh, it was a good opportunity also because uh, I got to travel. So uh, I got to like uh, uh, invest what I learned in uh, in all the countries that uh, I went to. So uh, yeah, it was uh, as I said, I was I was really lucky. Yeah, I mean, luck is part of it, but actually doing the work is the other part, which seems like you made these big risks that other people would, like, not do. So what, why, yes. how does your personality, like, allow you to do that? Uh, my, I mean, my happiness was, uh, my happiness was at risk. Like, if I didn't do what, uh, what I always dream about and always think about, I know I will be wondering for the rest of my life, what if? So uh, I had to do it, yes. And I'm like, I'm a kind of person that uh, I like planning, but I also like go with the flow and uh, play it by the ear. And uh, So when I got this chance to go to Dubai, I felt like uh, it's a sign. I'll just leave everything and go. Did you Maybe you saw that job opportunity, did you think, okay, this will give me an opportunity to see what I actually want to do? Or did you, were you interested in the actual job? Or was it for you just a way to get out and start? Mm, well, that's an interesting question. Uh, because I, uh, I mean, I knew I liked photography then, but I wasn't sure how, uh, how I'm going to do it. And if I would really have the chance to do it there. So it was like a sign to change. So yeah, I took the chance. And uh, when I got there, uh, everything was like, I don't know, everything got in place and uh, I was able to organize my life accordingly. So yeah. So we have a lot of young artists here that are just starting out that um, I'm sure would love to know how do you how did you build your business? I mean, what were the steps you took to from then afterwards after being in school what it was the next move that you made uh actually, that was harder than starting or taking the decision to move to switch to photography. That was the hardest part because now it's not just a hobby it's not just something I like now I have to earn money out of it. Mm. So uh, after I uh, I graduated, I came back to Lebanon, and uh, actually it was I I wanted to try freelancing, and I was like a little bit in shock or uh, a little bit disappointed because everything I learned I couldn't apply it to uh, the photography business or the, the, sh the shoots and the photo sessions that uh, I got hired for. Um, I learned like to shoot like natural shots. And to be honest, in the Middle East, of course, not, not everybody's the same, but the general trend or the general fashion is really the old fashion and uh, uh, like it's hard to include uh, new thoughts and new ideas. So uh, I was, yeah, I was a bit disappointed. I couldn't apply what, what I learned. I couldn't uh, do what I love. And I had to do like just 
for the business and just to earn money and it was very disappointing at the beginning wow but then uh i uh, my sister encouraged me to uh, just to be a freelancer to have a studio so uh, when i opened the studio i thought that it's my chance again to choose if i want to be happy with what, with the, what i whether i have now or not so uh it was a bit interesting then because I tried to uh, convince people about how uh, how I see things and how photography has changed. Really, I, I mean, I was surprised that really many people, uh, like they 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 took this into consideration, and I started like a new uh, a new style. It's like a mix between uh, what I learned. And what people here are looking for. So uh, I was happy. I was, uh, mm. it was really a new style, like something in the middle. And I was happy with what I'm shooting. And it, like, I was happy like I made some kind of change. Of course, many, many great photographers here in Lebanon did the same, of course. And uh, many of them who uh, learned abroad or even just uh, following their heart. So, are you still doing mostly portrait sessions? Do you still own your own studio? Uh, no, actually, uh, I had to move away from Beirut. Uh, I live in my village now, so there was no point of keeping the studio. I'm still doing uh, freelance photography, and uh, I'm shooting like uh, different kinds of photography because. You know, now in Lebanon, it's uh, uh, after the crisis and everything and the corona and the explosion. So everything changed. I'm doing three jobs. They are all related to photography in, in, in a way. For example, I, I work in a dental surgeon clinic. I'm shooting like their uh, uh, surgical uh, operations. And uh, then uh, I'm doing my freelance photography. And also I'm starting like a mini, a mini farm business. So I have like some animals, some farm animals. So I'm making sure to take photos and documenting everything. And I will upload the photos on Scopia soon. Yeah, so, we have dental ones too. Those will be top sellers. There, we have like no dentist pictures. Uh, I discussed it with I discussed it with the surgeon, with the doctor, and uh, yeah. he said he does he doesn't mind, but we just have to choose the photos. So oh. I will do it soon, yeah. whenever I have time. Yes, soon. Good. My mom's a dentist, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's an <laughs> interesting field. It was something new for me. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have a lot in common, me <laughs> and your mother. <laughs> Uh, that's great. So, I mean, it seems like you're so like dynamic, like changing however you need to change and you're able to adapt. Uh, is, does it have something to do with, I mean, you said you're always like that, but when you were a kid, like, can you tell us a little bit about your childhood in Lebanon and um, also like now what it's like to be there now as an artist? Like, do you feel like artists are having, like, what would you like people to help you guys with or how is how do you feel? I mean, Lebanon is such an artistic center. So how can artists like push your message or help, um, help you? Uh, 
uh, growing up here in Lebanon, it was like I'm uh, I'm not very young, so I I was maybe luckier than the new generation, the newer generation, because we had some like peace and uh, yeah, we 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 had the chance to live uh, like the kind of. Uh, uh, peace and just a normal life for a kid um, but also we had this uh, inconvenience or disadvantage that people were not that open-minded then so um, I couldn't uh, go on with my hub with my with what I like like photography or painting uh, it was for them it was just a hobby like i should choose uh, uh something that can earn money or can give you a good position in society you know so it was i mean it was nice a good childhood but uh, it was very limited uh the newer generation now i think they are more people and parents are more open-minded they they appreciate art more uh, they give more chances. Uh, they might uh, uh, allow their, their children to travel abroad and uh, to uh, do what, what they like. There are so many potentials here, uh, especially for artists. Uh, it's like there are a million things to see and to shoot and to do in the art field. And uh, Lebanese people, they really appreciate art. And I think they uh, are starting to give... Uh, like more uh, more importance and uh, more effort into that field. So how can, uh, like, what do you think are opportunities for people now? Like always in crisis, I feel like there's so many opportunities, especially now with so much destruction that happened. What can they do to lift people's spirits or to take advantage, not take advantage, but like make, um, actually make things or do things like what, what do you see as an opportunity, or what are people talking about? Um, the, the thing, uh, like you said, like, uh, uh, it's, it's not that they are taking advantage, but they are really documenting everything that is happening. And uh, they are showing the world in a really expressive and artistic way what's happening. Um, in all kinds of uh, ways like uh, photos and videos and even writings and uh, what they can do is that uh, they can uh, show everything that's happening what is Lebanon needing now what is missing here and uh, probably uh, probably with the help of the world and uh, maybe uh, even among the Lebanese people, like if they encourage them to look for change and to ask for change and to work for change, um, I think that's the, the, the biggest part that they can play now in the situation. Yeah, I think for so many people, like the history is so confusing and what's happening now doesn't make any sense. There's so much room for, whether it is in film, whether it's in photos, whether it's in just art and storytelling, like just simplifying stories so that people can understand what's going on and help like it's there's so much room on every side even like for i remember on po for poetry 
Well, so many people were just using like Khalil Gibran quotes to talk about Lebanon and its history. But I'm like, where are the modern poets? Like, I'm sure so many people are talking about how they're feeling now. Like, how can you mix all these artistic mediums together to explain the story more? Because it's like, the art, I feel like, is like a vacuum. It just gets stuck inside of Lebanon. And unless you visit there yeah. physically, you don't know that this place is like this magical little like place. So it's, it's yeah, funny right. that it's all just stuck there, I feel. Or if you happen to know somebody that's Lebanese, but. Uh, no, you are right. And uh, um, I think, like, scope your platform. I think that's a, a very important uh, way to to let some of the what's happening there to let it out and uh, make the world see it. Artists in Lebanon should be more uh, in communication and uh, always open to uh, the rest of the world. After the explosion, like you said, we heard about all these artists, these old and really amazing artists. But you are right, no one heard about, I mean, we didn't hear any words or a song or a poem from someone new or someone young, a young artist. So you are right. Maybe we should all come together as artists in Lebanon and uh, see how we can be more effective in this field. Yeah, I mean, small projects always help too, just like a few people. Like we have maybe 30 photographers that have submitted to our Lebanon collection. So now we have those pictures, we're able to share them. But right? people can yeah. create their own websites, their own galleries, their own projects. And I'm sure they, yeah. they will do that. But um, especially for the diaspora, I know that everybody's trying to do something. Um, but I mean, for you, you've been like almost 15 years or something working on photography and you've been able to, I, I think it's the most interesting just to be able to keep your business going. Do you, um, do you usually get people by referrals or do people message you on, you have 15,000 followers on Instagram. Do people message you on Instagram? How do you suggest for younger people to get more um, opportunities and to not be shy about doing that? Hmm. Yes, uh, social media. Yes, is the is the main uh, uh, like is the main solution or the main way to get uh, to get uh, clients and customers and so Instagram and Facebook, or you just use Instagram mainly? Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter. Uh, Google Plus. Uh, well, I mean, uh, oh, yeah. Plus down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, uh, I, I will confess something. It's my sister who does it. Oh no! <laughs> I, 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 I'm not good. I'm not good in uh, everything. I know technology and screens and uh, so social media. Yeah. Give her. T what is that process like? Me? I mean, maybe I'm sure a lot of other people have helped too. Uh, yes, I just uh, I give her everything, uh, everything I shoot, all my work, and just just make sure to uh, publish it on all the websites and all the social media sites. So, well, it's good to know what you're good at, and always find people that can help you with uh, whatever it is. So then, you where do you um, organize your sessions? Do you do that on WhatsApp and Messenger, or do you actually do that on Instagram too? Yeah. Mostly on WhatsApp, mostly on WhatsApp, because this is the main way of communication here in Lebanon. 
so because the phone is very expensive and uh, it's just uh, the easiest way to communicate. Uh, on WhatsApp, usually, so they make the bookings and we discuss the details and uh, we might uh, like check the location or something like that. But yeah, everything is done on WhatsApp most of the time. Yeah. And how do you like agree about payment with them? Also on WhatsApp, like there is no, uh, I, I used to have like a contract to sign and everything when I had my studio, but uh, I don't use it a lot, uh, only for like major events. Uh, but it's when it's like a portrait, like a model or uh, our family or kids or a birthday. So uh, we just uh, uh, write it on WhatsApp. So th this is the only contract <laughs> uh, done between us, yeah, me and the clients. What is like the, the best shoot you ever did or the funnest one for you? I went to Morocco three years ago with the Moroccan Airlines. And uh, it, it was something new for me because I, I always shoot while traveling, but this was like uh, uh, traveling and business and shooting all together. And a very interesting country, Morocco. Yeah. Uh, so That's it was really an exceptional experience yeah, for me. What, why was it exceptional? Because I got to, uh, as I said, like mix three things, travel and photography and business. And uh, with all with new people that I haven't met before. Uh, so we were like uh, all meeting for the first time and uh, documenting this trip. Uh, also in a new location that I have never been to. So it was like everything on the spot and in a very beautiful place. And it was like the, the result was really, really beautiful photos and a beautiful campaign that we did. So I was proud then that I was able to do it. Yes, I, I, I was able to use, yes, my experience as a cabin crew then. And uh, yeah, I was able to look at it from a different point of view. Not, not a stewardess, but this time, like the, the eye of photographer had to be working. Yeah, so yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it's so like when you think about like all your, everybody's past experiences, some things like make sense together. Like you have this experience, and so then your next experience makes it better because you have it. But sometimes they're completely not related. So always with photographers, like especially ones that want to start getting business. If there's something you actually love doing or you know something specific, even if it has nothing to do with it, like if you probably told them, oh, I was uh, I used to work in an airline, they'd be like, OK, that's nice. Now, like, go finish your, yeah. your work. <laughs> like, to them, like, it probably doesn't matter. But you, You're right. Yeah. It gives you more confidence because you know that you know more than somebody else might know. So exactly. for, for other people, they should think about what they've had in their life or where they've lived or all these different things. And you can actually go and start asking like these businesses or you could do your own sales too and get more business with that experience because you have that confidence um, from something that maybe nobody knows about or nobody would even care. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, you explained it very well to this point, yeah.
uh, I mean, I felt like uh, there was something there. There was something the, that I had that no one knew about, and I was I was able to uh, yes to to take advantage of it, and uh, it made my work uh, easier and uh, more professional in a way. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Zena, for joining us. Any final advice for, for people? Always do whatever makes you happy, no matter what, even if it seems uh, difficult at that time. But it's, uh, it's much easier and much better than wondering after what if you did it or not. Thanks so much, Zena. I hope to meet you soon and good luck in Lebanon. Let thank us know you. how we can help. Hope to okay. meet you too. Thank you. Bye. 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 I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Scopio Images. Head over to scopio.io for access to the world's largest library of authentic images. Scope them out. And if you're a photographer, don't forget to sign up to get the world to use your diverse images. Thanks and see you next week.